All right, what's up, everybody? We are live. Welcome to KBN Live. Uh, I'm Jeff Malott, my partner Ryan Lambert up there. As always, we are your host, and uh, had a kind of an uneventful week, but we're excited to bring in a uh, special guest for an upcoming charity tournament this fall. Ryan, why don't you uh, bring our guy in here that we're going to talk about tonight? So many moons ago, at the Hobie Bass Open Series on Kentucky Lake. Well, it wasn't the Bass Open Series then; it was just the the Hobie Open on Kentucky Lake. I, yeah. I meet this crazy guy, Charles chuck to me uh so this is chuck so turns out in real life uh chuck works with uh, ike's company and he is putting on the charity derby um for for the ike foundation and we want to bring him on and answer some questions and kind of hype this thing up and see if we can't get some folks to uh get out and fish this thing thank you for coming on chuck yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. And you think you're the only person in America that, that calls me that? So, you know, you are. That's why I said you're Chuck. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for anyone else. Yeah, man. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chuck. Now this may sound stupid, but I'm, now I'm calling you Chuck. Chuck. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to. I was you gonna, made it. I thanks, wanted to Ryan. say your last name, and I and that seems like it would be simple to say it, but I kept wanting to say Daughtry, but it, that can't be right. Darty, Darty. It's Darty. For, for people like right. Ireland, apparently it's Doherty, but I can't spell Ireland. I've never been there, so I'm just going to go with Darty, which I've been riding out the last 39 years of my life. So I like it. All right, so we're man. going. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we're cert certainly thankful you took the time to come on here and talk about this. It's kind of already got off to a good start. It looked like there was over 50 anglers already signed up for the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, they're good. They know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, it's. Uh, uh, we're super stoked about it this year. You know, the last three years, um, you know, the Ike Foundation has been running the tournament. As Ryan says, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work for, for Becky Ike and Ellie, and um, she runs a, a heck of a company and a, and a heck of a foundation. Um, but the last three years, we've been small ponds. And for anyone who hasn't ever been to New Jersey, there's pretty much two, three bodies of water where you can run a boat. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the places where we were fishing weren't one of them. So, uh, a lot of people wanted a bigger body of water, and the, the best bass fishing lake we got, as far as uh, you know, being able to hold a large event, would be Lake Opakon. So, um, you know, we did some uh, some thinking and some planning, and man, we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can to, to have us a derb this this year. So, um, we were planning on 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 having capping at 125, but with all the crazy times right now, we're we're gonna cap it at seventy-five, and then as it gets closer, hopefully open things up. But you know, yeah, man, we're we're, we're excited. We're excited to see some of you guys travel out here and and take on the dirty jurors and uh, have some fun with us. I'm scared. What will they let us in? Um, you probably not. Other people, I'm pretty sure. You know, like yeah, you yeah. You saying there'll be some paper <laughs> some paperwork involved for Mr. Lambert to make it over there? There'll be a lot of paperwork, background checks, fingerprinting. Yeah, things of that nature. I can get as far as Philly. I've never actually crossed over into Jersey. I know I'm good. I yeah. got street cred in Philly. They know <laughs> me at Geno's. Like, yeah, oh, all right. Look at that. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get you in here. Come out. I've, I've been here for the last couple of years you're coming, but, you know. I got some bad news. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going on a 10-day elk hunt. It starts September 19th. In lieu of him attending the tournament, we had you on this show to help promote it. That's the that's the. So here's the, the best deal. part about everyone. I'll uh, enter the tournament and he's I'll not going to be finish about the same place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
So there, take that. Yeah, I like it. I like. Are you it. guys yeah. running through Tourney X? I don't want this to count on my Tourney X stats. That's a big <laughs> thing now. Is people screenshotting your Tourney X stats? Oh, that's so. a big deal. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to screenshot these days. But uh, <laughs> now we're, we're we've been with Eye Angler for the last couple of years, and Michael Michael Christopher helps us out, and um, you know we we've had a, a good relationship with them, so uh, it's worked out. Pretty, yeah, I like Michael. Michael's a really good dude. Good dude runs a good organization over there, and is always super super excited to help. So. Yeah. So, so Ryan, our media relations person, has already chimed in with three links. Katie, uh, she's got the Ike, she's got the Ike Foundation uh, website link, the Eye Angler Tournament link, and then also ProfessionalEdgeFishing.com uh, linked as well. So Katie hooked us up in the comments. So anyone wanting information, Katie, the, the queen comments. of relations. Yeah. Katie, I don't know you, but thank you, Katie. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Katie's on top of it. Like honestly, she is. She's she's on top of it. All Someone's gonna figure this out, right? Yeah, every every live stream, she hooks us up with the links. Uh, and I don't know, we hadn't paid her anything yet, but one of these days we're gonna figure something out, right? Send her, dude. Speaking of not paying anybody anything, I saw you in a kayak bass nation hat the other day, Jeff. I did. Yes. Did we talk about that? Anything? That, that was like, a that was I, a one off hat that I made like oh, two years shit, ago. Whatever. But I, can I get see you all this memorabilia going around, and I, I feel like I'm just kind of left out in the cold on it. I can get you one of them hats. Special okay. order. Now, a guy here local made one for me. But I, I, I like it. With the idea to make more, and I never did. But that was like two years well, ago. Well, I got some good news. Our, our Photoshopping friend, Chase Tanner, is uh, he's going into business for himself. So Screen printing? I say. Yep. Oh. And he's going to have a, a input on some embroidery, too. He's going to have a link there. So Bring I say. We get it rolling, man. Okay, I, I dig it. Sorry, Charles, we're getting off in the weeds here talking about our. Hey, man, bring oh, we're talking, we're talking about, talking about merch sales. Merch sales. We're yeah. gonna be in the I weeds the whole time. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, what is it that you do for a living in real life? I, from what I understand, you are like a broker for Christine's feet pictures. Yeah, I, I, we can't. That's that's we can't talk about that right now because I know she's watching and she'll get really upset with me if I talk about. That, but. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, what, what's your role? So you work you work for Professional Edge Fishing, correct? Yep. yep. So you represent different anglers, and I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So Professional Edge Fishing is a is a marketing slash angler you know representation company, and essentially what we do is we we bridge the gap, right? So professional anglers are out there angling, uh, and as as you know. Majority, of the, they're angling, they're catching fish, right? That's what they're Fair trying enough. to do. Fair enough. So as you know, the majority of the world knows is that, that this industry runs on sponsorships. You know, you, you, that's the lifeblood of professional fishermen. So my job is to essentially find the right fit between uh, what the angler likes, loves, uses, and the sponsors. So, um, you know, it's that's really all there is to it is just to go out there and find the right fit and find something that works for, for not only just the angler, you know, but also the sponsor, you know, in this world, pro staff is something that has been running rampant over the last <laughs> five, 10 years and has changed the, uh, the, the fishing world. And, and, you know, a lot of the guys have gotten a bad rap and, um, you know, I think a lot of companies have gotten a bad taste in their mouth and things haven't gone exactly well. So what we try to do, what I try to do, is make sure a deal works for everybody. Well, and I think, you know, to kind of to that point, the the pro staff deal, I think a lot of companies have taken advantage of, of that too, especially, you know, if you look at like our sector of the market that's rapidly growing, you know, they could pick people that were top tier folks and 
not pay them anything, send them some gear every now and then, and call it a day because there wasn't anybody else in in kayak fishing really that was, I don't know, driving a high price. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how you would say that. Like that's uh, that kind of stuff <laughs> seemed to go on for a while. Like you know, pat on the back. Here's thirty percent off. Like good job. Wait a minute, thirty percent off. When and, and it's, well. I, <laughs> It's actually a pretty good deal. percent off. But, yeah, I'll, but I'll I mean, it. honestly, like, you know, you get people that have such a huge reach, you know, that especially, you know, using Christine or Robert Field as an example, like, yeah. they put something out and immediately 100,000 people see it. So yeah. I think, you know, overall across the sport, I think you kind of have to start valuing your product a little better as as anglers. Like, if you do have that you know, name to go with it or, you know, somebody that like Greg Blanchard, for instance, like Greg, man, he, <laughs> he'll drop one YouTube video and, and it's fire. Like there, there's people out there that I think, you know, definitely need that dollar sign by their name. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, there's a fine line for sure. And, and I think that, you know, once the, my humble opinion, once the industry gets to a point where, you know, people aren't just willing to do anything for free, and they're kind of willing to stick to their guns, you know. I, you know, for again, for for a certain level of people, I think that we'll start to see a change. And and you see it already. You know, you bring up Christine, you bring up like Robert Field. I, I'm fortunate enough to work with both of those, you know, those two awesome anglers. You know, as well as guys like obviously Mike and you know Ish Monroe and John Cruz. And I'm I'm super fortunate. Zach Burge, I'm, you know, again super fortunate. But they all have a, a value, and they're all in their space saying okay this is my value this is what you know works for me and it's it's only fair you know i mean rods and reels are cool but and 10 percent off is cool but that truck and boat and uh, don't run on it you know so yeah you know especially people that put out amazing content and in the world we're in right now that's the hottest commodity is content man yeah you know? i, I want to i want to circle back to the tournament here in a little while but th- i had yeah. i guess it, Shame on me for not doing my due diligence. I had no idea that this was what you did for a living outside of. of so oh, man. I got this. So, so, so what I'm saying is, I think we can get way we can go way down the road with some of these topics here because Let's there's a lot go, of yeah. if there's an angler, you know, some of you guys that are watching this, please share this because this information could be literally valuable to them uh, to to have this kind of information that Charles could share with us. So, yeah, I'm kind of I'm more excited now. Cool. So, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been in this job? I've been in I've been in this position for a little over two years. I've been in sales for the last, geez, I'm old now, almost twenty years. Um, yeah. Start when you were ten. No. I, whoa, I'm four, I'm forty, bro. Yeah. See these gray hairs? There's a couple of them. Damn. But, All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and I've been you know a part of the the kayak community for about ten years now. You know. More so the last, I'd say, five or six. I've been on the Hobie team, been a regional guy for Hobie, um, do, do some stuff for Shimano, you know, do shows and things like that. So I've been around. You know, I'm very fortunate to get in with a, with a killer dealer. And, you know, that's kind of where it starts for grassroots, you know, is, is to, you know, hit you, you know, hit your ride to a really good company, really good business, you know. And, and I was fortunate enough to hook up with a really good dealer and some great people at Sterling Harbor and, Met uh, met my, my my good buddy Charles Brian, who's like a, a brother from another mother, and we just kind of took to each other, did shows, and had a good time. And next thing you know, I'm I'm 
introduced myself to Becky Akinelli saying, I want to work for you. You know, it kind of worked out that way. So <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. It's, it's freaking nuts. But yeah. So to be 100% transparent, Becky Iaconelli wears every bit of the pants in that. Oh yeah, show. she's the boss. She's the boss. <laughs> she runs it. Yeah. Are you going to come fish the Susky? I'm going to try. I got some things going on at home. I got Man. some things going on at home that I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure out. What? I'll write your wife a note. It's yeah. mandatory <laughs> that you be there for representation. Hey, I wish it was that easy, but you know who is going to be there is is Mike. And I can I tell know, you, I he know, is. I you know. don't want me there. No, nobody cares about. I do. Me. No, <laughs> I, cares I, about I, me. I want people that are just going to get ignorant. I don't want anybody that's, <laughs> that's worried about the paparazzi being around. Like I want, I want to cut loose. Uh, is is any of the rest of the crew coming, or is he coming solo? As of right now, I think him and Stormtrooper are going to be there. So, okay. uh, right. he'll be tooling around in a Stormtrooper helmet, having a good yeah, time. Yeah. I think if you text Brian the Carpenter enough, he'll he'll show up. You know, I have uh, been laying the groundwork for some trash talk. He texted me earlier and said, "What time are you going on, essay?" But I didn't respond because we were already on here. So we're on now, Brian. Just like Brian to be late. Brian, we're on. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to install that transducer. Give him give him a little bit of time. Couple days. He'll get there. Yeah. Well, I don't think um, Iconelli's going up there for uh, for sure. He's going to try to win the thing. I bet. Well, he's he's going to he's he's going to win, and he's going to pre-fish it the right way. I mean, he's. Did you say he's, he's going to win? No, 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 no. He's going. He's going that. to try you, to win. Almost, okay. Yeah, he's okay. he's going up there to try and win. Yes, yes. You almost. Oh, there's almost some, got me a little got me a little motivated there. Chuck. There's some. There's some local hammers up there on that river, and that place is super special. I've been only I've only been able to get up there one time, and I was fortunate enough to fish with the the uh, the river king Jeff Little. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I hear he can fish. He yeah, he's he's caught a couple, but yeah. uh, you know it was, it, it's a really special place. And you know from what I hear, the water is really warm right now, so they're kind of hoping for some rain and maybe cool things off a little bit by the time it comes around. But it'll fish. So, I mean, the water's warm, like, on the Tennessee River chain, it's like 90 degrees, and they're pulling no current. So, I would rather go to some moving water and at least give myself a shot at at a fish being awake. Yeah, it was was 90 degrees today from what I was told, so. Yeah, Yeah, I heard it's around 89. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Which is 90. Smallmouth will eat, right? Oh, yeah, don't chew. I mean, they they're they're an aggressive an aggressive fish, right? That place. Do you, do you catch smallmouth? Who me? Yeah. Yes. So while yeah, I actually have okay. I fished the Delaware, which is the lesser of the the rivers, still known for George Washington crossing that thing. Yeah, but, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it once a while back, but yeah, man, there a big smallmouth of Delaware is a you catch a 15, 16 incher. That's a that's a pretty good smallmouth. There's 18, 19, 20 inches there, but you know they don't they don't grow like it's by you guys <laughs> or up north, man. We're catching seven thirteens just the other the other day. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, those, Ryan. Those are the good ones. Speaking yeah. of smallies, I've got a little tidbit information about right over in Oklahoma. There's a couple of places that produce big ones, and it didn't make sense for around here. And I found out they're stocked from the Tennessee River. Ah. How about that? Yeah, they, fun they, fact. they brought they brought your pets well, over here, and they're and they're growing them pretty when big. When the show's over, I'll 
I'll text you what bait to throw at them. Thank you, sir. I need <laughs> if they're Tennessee River smallies, I know what they'll eat. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you guys are watching, uh, hit Charles up with any questions you have about the tournament and or about great getting greater than a 30% discount on gear. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So uh, explain that a little more, Charles, because are you like basically an agent for anglers? Is that a fair assessment or just a broker? I, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Really. I don't know. Yeah, a broker, like a like stock broker. Yeah, like definitely. a broker of anglers of angling. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like using that. That you know, I, I sponsorship sales. I guess you'd call. It. You know, what I mean, some people don't like the word agent. I don't really don't. You know, one of my guys calls me an agent. The other one doesn't. I mean, you know, we work with, but it's again putting a relationship that makes sense together. So let's just call it that. I won't. That I, I, so I, what I, do you what do you look for? What do you look? I mean, are you looking at uh, like, do these companies come to you and say, hey, do you have anyone that fits this? Or do you have certain angler personality types? And then you look for companies to pitch them like, hey, are you looking to get into the fishing game? Here's a great person that could represent your RV company or your truck or tires or whatnot. Yeah. So uh, two examples. So Ish Monroe, you just said RV. That's a perfect example. You know, Ish Monroe, Major League Fishing Pro, the guy lives out of his RV six months out of the year. So does it make sense to you know, you know, try and get a, a a you know a Dodge, I don't know, you know, a car, a Plymouth, whatever you want to call it, a, a, a Kia sponsorship for Ish? No, it doesn't make hey, sense. Hey. It's a square, you know, it's a square peg in a round hole that doesn't make sense. But Ish lives in an RV six months out of the year. Ish likes this type of brand of RV, so I then approach that company and say, Hey, listen, you guys need exposure this is what issue he already loves your product you know it kind of i try to sell what i call no-brainers you know but then there's the other gotcha. side where people reach out to us and say you know i'd really like to work with i'll use ish again you know you know i you know i got this new soft plastic well you know ish has been with missile baits for you know a long time that's not going to work but you know what are you looking for well i really need an angler that you know is young or you know someone in kayak or whatever it is or some of the fishes flw okay well we work with you know these folks you know is this an option for you what's your price point you know so we kind of work it that way work it both ways yeah gotcha all right fair enough yeah uh josh evans wants to know is there an alternate location plan in case jersey puts the brakes on the entrance well, let's yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the the kayak, the kayak derp. So the plan is, um, the original plan was to have a nice hoopla and get together at one of the local Hobie dealers, um, but we have restrictions on how many people can be in a building, you know, social distance, all that stuff right now. So, um, you know, the that would be in a perfect world. But if not, you know, we have we're going to do a Zoom. Um, zoom uh captain's meeting the night before and um you know there's restrictions with launches and i actually went ahead and did some fact finding about that i've put on the iAngler app um a list of let's see one two three four five launches that will be open no matter what um and, and how many parking spots there are at those launches and how much the launch fees are so um there'll be plenty of places to launch as far as getting in and out i mean that's I have no idea what's going to happen with that. Okay. As of right now, they tell you there's restrictions, but I mean, I don't know who can tell who where they go and travel. You know, I don't know. But gotcha. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna play it safe since it's a foundation. We're gonna play it safe, and we'll give everyone plenty of notice. So, 
Yep. So what are the prizes? So you guys changed the prize structure this year versus years past, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, years past, it's it's been no cash, and Mike really wanted to, to fight for, you know, cash based off of how many anglers we can have versus what money goes to the foundation. So I want to make that clear, too. All the money goes to the Ike Foundation. That money is used for rods and reels for kids, uh, tackle boxes for kids, uh, some of the events we have to get kids fishing. You know, we, do, we have free tournaments. Um, we do scholarships. We had a scholarship dinner every year. Uh, I think we gave away five scholarships, so $3,500 each this past, past year. So um, it's really important to, to us um, to get kids fishing. You know, we just did a... Um, at the beginning of all this COVID, we did a fundraiser for, uh, it was an online fishing tournament on Fish Donkey. We raised, you know, 8,500 bucks um, for COVID relief, and we gave all that money to local food banks. So um, we try to do as much as we can to help people out. But um, originally the plan was was to have the top prize be $2,000, but that was with a cap of 125 people. Obviously, we're in a different world right now. So um, we've made some adjustments to that, but we've also cranked up the prizes on the opposite end. So just to give you an idea of some of the prizes we'll have, first will be a cash payout. First, second, and third will be 1,700 and 300. Uh, all top five anglers um, are gonna get prizes. I mean, we have power poles, we have, you know, Lawrence units, um, the top five, uh, are going to get uh, a uh, flambeau kayak crate filled with all brand new boxes. So you essentially are going to get, you know, $250, $300 worth of, worth of uh, tackle storage. So, I mean, that's just some of it. You know, Yak Attack's kicking in again with a whole bunch of awesome stuff. We have some RS Nets, um, Rapala, I mean, Mystery Tackle Box, and we have stuff coming in every, every day. So, I mean, Bose gave away speakers. So... You know, a lot, of, a lot of really cool stuff. You're not walking away with, you know, uh, a crappy, you know, rod or reel. You're getting, you know, some real quality stuff. And I think Mike's going to throw in some of – we talked about trying to get some stuff from uh, Abu as well. It's just a lot of those companies are behind in production, so we're doing what we can. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, so. And he's actually going to fish it too, right? He's going to compete. He's going to fish it, yeah. Oh, the Tackle Warehouse. we got a bunch of Tackle Warehouse gift cards. But, yeah, he's going to compete. He's He's – He's hell bent on winning that one, so uh, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna he's gonna compete. Nothing, now. nothing says I'm the king of this castle like winning your own charity tournament. <laughs> yes, yes. But he won't take the prize money. He won't. No, 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 no. But I mean, that's <laughs> no. I like it. I like it. I love it. I mean, I, I can't, I can't lie to you. When we did the tournament of titans, that's all I wanted to do was win that one. That was it. And then some kid in Spanks came in from North Carolina and. <laughs> Beat me by half an inch. <laughs> That's Man. what I get. Start. I don't know, right? It's the always Spanx. it's always the out of towners, Ryan. Does Spanks need an angler? Do you want to pitch Nick Huddleston to Spanks? I, I Maybe don't you know. could line Huddleston. that up. Or I don't know what Spanks or Nick Huddleston, but I mean, whatever. I'm. I'm I'll throw. Right. Hey, I'll throw Kyle Long <laughs> into that mix, Ryan. Is he is he on Team Spanks? Yeah. Shout out. Uh, so Katie Katie Baca smart. Uh, she said, uh, you may want to update the tournament page on that. <laughs> yeah, Michael Christopher doing that. Yes. <laughs> relax, yes. Katie, relax. She's Sorry, trying, Katie. She's, she's trying to get, if you guys need help, Katie is excellent and available, both of really? those things. So 
Yes, for employment, I mean. All right. Hi, Katie. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Keep in mind. Yeah. So, in in years past, well, at least twice, it was a Hobie Worlds qualifier, right? So they, so they, you kind of shifted the the paradigm there from, you know, the the prize is being the Hobie Worlds qualifier over to to cash and and prizes, right? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like so it. I mean, the the it was a Hobie Worlds. I want to say the first or second year, and then it was a BOS spot the third yeah. the third year. Um, and what we found was a lot of the local, you know, anglers weren't weren't getting involved because they weren't really interested in that in that, in that yeah. side of things. You know, a lot of guys are just. I mean, we have a South Jersey club; they've been doing it for I think 10, 10 years, and those little boys fish every weekend, but they're not leaving South Jersey. You know, that's not really uh, you know appealing to them. So we wanted yeah. to. You know, in Mike's way of thinking of extending the sport and growing the sport, you know, locally is a big deal. So we try to, you know, try to change things up. No, it's good. I think it's good, really. I mean, I think you're going to draw more people to come in for this. Not not saying that fishing a charity event should be about winning money, but if you're trying to get people to drive from eight, ten hours away, like if you win enough money to cover your gas and hotel <laughs> to get back home, that's a big deal. Always a plus. Yeah. That's a big it's, deal. It's easier to justify getting out of the house, which is why I will offer you free lodging. If you'll come to the Susquehanna, <laughs> tell it, <laughs> I'll sign my name on that. I'll run that by mama tomorrow morning. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm looking no. at a place that has a bar and a pool table in the house. I, I'm pretty sure we're renting a bar. I think it's a closed down bar. Outside of Harrisburg, you don't have to quote that part, but <laughs> I'll leave that out. Yeah, we're about to open it up. Okay, all right, all right. So, for you guys watching, if you got any more questions for Charles about the tournament and or just uh, a little bit more about uh, his background as a angling broker, no, I'm just kidding. As a <laughs> an, angle, he, an angler of anglers, like angler of Charles anglers. is on the angle of the anglers. I don't no. get to angle, uh, so you, hey, know. you know what? I know, but but you still fish though. Like you guys will have tournaments, and you'll go out and kick the shit out of <laughs> out of Brian the Carpenter, out of Ike. Like you, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. It happens. I know you can still fish. Yes. How do you keep yourself from fishing? How do you have this God given gift and you just deny it all the time? Uh, I don't know if it's God given. I think it's more dumb luck. But no, I mean, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know. It's I've never fished clubs. I mean, I only fished a couple of tournaments here and there, and, and you know, I've, I've been out to Kentucky Lake twice and had a, a, a hell of a time. You know, I, I did. I got for that. Yeah, I got I got a, I got a top ten the one year and I got a bomb the other year, but I had a good time. It's just I don't know, man. I really like sales. I really like the connect connecting with people and talking about fishing. And for me, I'd rather talk about it than fish, but. You know, don't, don't, There's a lot of people on KBN just like that. Don't be scared. Oh, I, that's a different sort of thing. I, I, I'm leading AOI in my club right now. All right, thirty-six. Hell yeah, brother. Come on now. Come on now. Big time. Yeah, right. One of the guys says, "I never see you anywhere. Where do you fish?" I'm like, "One lake by my house." <laughs> yes. No, like, we actually. Like, have I, you heard of KBBT? You should look into that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a new online fad. If you have one lake by your house, you're freaking set. 
Well, no, let's. I only like going to that lake because I don't like like leaving my county. So that's that's the only reason why. Exactly. I do it. <laughs> Tell you if you, if you if you could pop off and have some success there, you would be willing to sign yourself probably to a huge. Yeah, country. maybe, maybe. I'm not really good with social media though, so I'd probably kick myself off. Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for the folks watching, you know, obviously you're you're deep into this with a lot of the high level pro uh, anglers. What can some of the, you know these folks in kayak fishing that are on the come up or trying to figure this thing out, how can they set themselves up better for success trying to attract uh, support, whether it's cash or equipment or whatever, just to attract sponsor support? You know, Gerald, uh, Gerald Swindle said it um, probably best, um, geez, a couple of weeks ago on Stray Cats, uh, one of the, the, the podcasts, bass fishing podcasts. Um, check them out. They're a lot of fun. But like the craft is the first thing right so it's it's honing your craft being good at your craft and your craft meaning fishing you know really owning that portion of it and with that those companies will you know come to you eventually if you're you, you know you're 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 handling your side of business you know the business but at the same time you know not promoting every single brand or a brand because you know you, you you need money or you want money you know you the bass fishing world knows if you're just promoting something to get paid and i think the bass fishing you know, we're, we're all down home you know people you know we just we're just we're fishermen and you can kind of see through that and i think that the you know the you know the internet is kind of tired and, and in my opinion the social media is getting tired of seeing you know you know i you know you so and so because i use it or you so and so i mean if you love that product Man, there's no better salesperson. Christine loves St. Croix rods. You can't deny that. She loves those rods. You know, it's, she's not doing it for the money or the whatever it is. She loves those fishing rods. And that, to me, is the most genuine thing you can do. You know, stay, you know, stay in your lane, I always say. You know, stay in your lane. You believe in something, that's powerful. And so we have, that, whether they pay you or not, you know. We have I love some hoping. anglers that are, that are insane talent. I mean, I, like, you know, on, on a competitive level, like, they can go to any lake on the country. And, and I'm not saying they'll win every one, but they'll be, I mean, in the top Good. ten most of the time. But they don't sell themselves, you know, they don't, I, I don't want to say sell themselves, they what don't you market themselves. You know, they're not, they're not posting things. And, and a lot of times, like, you see people that just, like, share uh, a whatever post like it's it's cheesy there's no it's not organic there's yeah. there's nothing to the content where's the balance because i think if you want to be six i don't want to say successful in this sport but if you are looking for that that sponsorship the cash the money coming in the sponsorship to pay you to do what it is that you want to do you have to find that balance like i don't yeah. think you can just wake up and go fish and and never post anything and and not put out content and there's not an engagement because ultimately that that's what it is like you're catching the fish but you're engaging a huge audience so where is that balance and and how do you recommend that people that are already in the sport get there like what what do you what do you see that companies are looking for what kind of presence are they they looking for Ryan, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off and real quick and pile on or add on to that comment. Do you remember when we had Trey 
Trey and Christine on the podcast. I do. And, and Trey said, uh, and then I'll let you answer, Charles. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. li- literally said, there's a million country boys in the South that can catch them. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're a dime a dozen. So just exactly what Ryan's saying, What's how do you set yourself apart in, the, in that giant picture? I think the biggest thing is putting yourself out there, you know, is putting yourself out there and, and, and really owning who you are and what you're into and, and being yourself. But, I mean, if you look at, you know, there's some, you know, some really big name anglers, in my opinion, in, in kayak fishing, and they have, you know, 600 Instagram followers, 700 Instagram followers, 800 Instagram followers. You know, does does that really get the attention that they deserve? No, but at the same time, if you look at their pages, I think they're they're afraid to put themselves out there. You have to be willing if you want to be a name. And Ryan, you can attest to this. You you, you know, you, you put yourself out there. You have to be willing to put yourself out. There. I put and, out. Listen, yeah, I'm not gonna argue well, that. I right? think we all know that, but yeah, I mean, you, know, you have to want to put yourself out there and own who you are, and not be a apo- you know apologetic for who you are. I think that's a big, big part of it. That's a big deal, um, and promoting the right way. You know, promoting, promoting, not not do, whatever Ryan does. Do the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, you can answer this question. You know, you, you work with some pretty big-name companies, and I would say, in my opinion from watching you, is you started putting yourself out there, and you started owning who you were and really just saying, you know what, I'm going to be me, and that's who I'm going to be. That's it. And, I, I mean, a, a, lot of that is, a lot of that is true. But, how, like, so guys that are doing it without a, um angler-dealer salesperson. Like yourself, yeah. Like, <laughs> angler dealer that's <laughs> <laughs> not safe that's a felt. chuck in a trench coat and he opens it up on a dark corner and has like all these anglers in his pocket but Dude. like what what do you i mean how do you recommend the approaches and i mean i know how i would recommend it obviously but but how do you recommend that these these people you know how, how do you approach companies do you do you give them a resume? Like, what do companies want yeah. to see when you approach them with an angler? What do they ask you for? Yeah, they want they want to see they want to see who you are, what you've done, you know, what your plans are, what your goals are. Obviously, your social media. You know, um, everybody has you know, social media these days. They want to see that you're consistent. They want to see that you're positive. They want to see that you know you're 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 out in the, the industry. You're you're at events. You're you're selling product. You're working with dealers i know a lot of, a lot of those companies i mean i'll use shimano as an example because i've done some work with them i've you know been on their pro staff a while they love people that are associated with a dealer because you can then go out in the field put your boots on the ground and sell product to people and be at events and say listen yeah this is this is what you know what are you looking for you need this type of rod well here's the rod here's the reel and because at the end of the day it's all about selling product but to me i think one of the most valuable things is being associated with a whether it be a kayak dealer or, you know, a tackle shop where you can see that direct, you know, return on investment. I think that's the mo- one of the most important things. So do these companies, are they, I mean, I know in this particular venue that we're talking in right now, a yep. lot of people are tournament fishermen. Yeah. Does any company say, oh, how many tournaments have they won? Because I know we're talking about you representing two different kayak anglers here. Yeah. Yep. Christine Fisher, yep. who's won some of the biggest kayak events that exist, and Hammer. Robert Field, who yep. has won never a kayak event ever. 
So yeah. what are like what are I know you know obviously I think Robert's more content driven and Christine's more I don't want to say more tournament driven but she she's competitive as hell so she is more tournament driven but she has the content also so where's the balance I mean what are companies looking for content content everyone needs content content, okay. content. I mean. You know, look at look at uh, you know the tournament anglers, the pros, right? The, the tournaments went away, and podcasts started rising, right? Content. We work with straight casts; their, their numbers are through the roof because people need that void, right? That 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 fishing in their life. I mean, and Christine's a great example of both. I mean, her content's awesome, and you know, she's she's a hammer. Uh, Robert Field is pure content, but it's I think content is key, and Mike will tell you that that content is key. There's a guy that posts three times a day, um, proper positive promotion, and people need the like the videos you're making right now. People need that, man. They need pictures. They need videos. Would it would it be fair to say then? Uh, you know, for example, Christine won some tournaments. Without the content, yeah. the tournaments would have uh, the value wouldn't have been there quite as much. I, I don't. I, I think Christine's an anomaly because she's she's a hammer. And, <coughs> She gets it. She's great with the with her with her sponsors. You know, she she works events. She sells stuff. So, you know, she sells product. That's the tournament's just a part of it. In other words, so the tournament's a big part of it too. I mean, yeah. she's making a huge name for herself. Oh, in, yeah. in, in, in a in a in a in a world where man, there's some damn good fishermen out there. You know, and there's a lot of guys who are able to do it now because of the kayak where they couldn't afford the boat. That's a big deal, man. That's a big, big deal. And I'll say this, like, you know, on Christine, like, she she has always kayak fish. You know, I mean. I feel like we should have her in. Is she watching? Seven, we eight, have nine <laughs> years. I don't know. So we can, we can buzz AJ her in. We were on the road earlier because AJ, AJ yeah. was sending some really mixed up text messages. So I know they were on the road <laughs> earlier okay. because right, AJ yeah. couldn't type. But um, trying to you voice know, I, I, think, I think a lot of people, you see a female angler and and there's this stereotype because you get on instagram and you see all these chicks you know <laughs> posing in some thong bikinis holding somebody else's fish so yeah. there's always that question mark and and christine still catches this stuff to this very day which is insane you know oh well you're dating aj that's why you know we're fit like that's i mean it, they still throw stuff like that at her so i think the year that she had last year winning those key tournaments in in a lot of you know kind of different areas she cast her cast a check in the bass this year you know the first one she won a, a couple kbf events last year she won a bos event i don't think that that was necessary for her continued growth right but i think that cemented the fact that she can catch fish like you can't argue with that anymore and i told her last year i was like if you play your cards right, like you are going to the stratosphere as far as you want to go because you have the content, you know, you have that that niche market that's that's looking for a female angler that can perform on the level with with the boys, you know? Like she's she's out there. She's grinding every week, week in and week out. I don't think she needed it, but I think that was definitely the inarguable fact like nobody could turn their head at that anymore that's what kind of solidified it i'm trying and to think talk, and she can walk the walk you know what i mean yeah, that's, that's, that's right and I, I i i agree with your your opinion you know and as far as the the haters no matter what you do in life 
whether you, you're you, you know you're in medical sales or you know you, you're podcast host or you're a, a angler fisher representation you know an agent whatever you want to call it you know people are always gonna hate and that's just the nature of the beast you know and that's one of the biggest parts of of being a pro is being able to put yourself out there i think on social media and take the hate along with along with you know the, the positive stuff but there's more haters than i think out there than I'm trying to think of another kayak angler that has the content plus tournament success, and the only one that comes off the top of my head is Greg Blanchard, maybe. Greg, Drew Gregory. Drew Gregory, yeah, yeah. Drew, so Drew Drew performs in tournaments. I mean, you know, you can knock Drew as much as you want to, but yeah. but Drew Drew will perform in tournament. Who are you saying, Charles? Brandon Barton on the saltwater side. Who is Brandon Barton? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But I mean, he's a, he's a He's a great example, you know. I mean, he's a great example of, of, in my opinion, what it takes, right? His content's there. He's constantly putting himself out there. He shows you the, the, the family side of things. And the dude just catches straight, giant fish out of that kayak. And then he has you come up there and film him, and then it all goes downhill. Like, there goes Brent. I, I, I love, I love no, Martin. He I uses, love, I love he uses, Matthew Van, both yeah, of them. I mean, those two are two of the best saltwater anglers that that anyone will probably ever meet in their lives they're, exactly. they're great you can't argue with it you know what did i mean gosh if you took if you took matthew van brandon barton greg blanchard i mean what if you like put them together you know that'd be crazy on like a like, God, a like, like a, an like informational yeah. i don't know that would be nuts <laughs> man somebody should think about some shit like that God, it, would be, it would be insane <laughs> Yeah, the wealth of knowledge would be unbelievable. Oh boy! But. And then if you knew a guy that was like an angler broker, and oh my gosh, like, I'm telling you, is the sky the limit? I don't know. With the internet these days, who knows what we can do, Ryan? Stay tuned. Huh? Sorry. Left him speechless don't on that. Don't speak any one. further on that. Not saying anything else. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's it's a great uh, topic, and like I said, Jake, Jake throwing the eyeballs in the comments. Jake looks like some eyeballs. Yeah, he does. I'm he gonna throw do. some beer bottles at Jake in about two weeks. I can't wait. So, so we had a question for you, Chuck. Um, Robbie Kidd, he wants to know how does somebody get into a position like you found? I mean, obviously, you know, you're not the only angler broker company out there but how do you how do you get into a, a similar position like that i think there's i could be wrong i think there's uh at least there's two other people that i know of that do it um but i mean as far as from a business side of things we're we're pretty much the you know the only business that that i'm aware of unless there's somebody else out there but that that does it full time so um katie find them yeah but how how to, how to do it, man? I, I still don't know how I was, you know, fortunate enough to, to get this position. But I I put myself out there. I walked up to Becky Iaconelli at an event. And I said, if you're hiring, I, I want to, uh, you know, I want to work for you. Um, this Did you know she had a company, or did you just walk yep. up to her? Yeah, and no, that was your no, like the research. Actually, actually, oh, I, like, I'll, mow like, the, I'll mow the yard, whatever. Just hey, girl, mean. listen. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but I want to work for you. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's awesome. No, no, I, I knew she had. I knew she had the company, and you know, being in sales for, like I said, you know, fifteen whatever. I got old now, but anyway, for being in sales, 
it was my wife actually that pushed me to do it and she said you know i envy her for she gets to she's a pa right she works in medicine and no matter what she was doing as a pa she loved being a pa it didn't matter if she worked in dermatology she worked in the nicu she worked you know er you know she loved it and and and, and what do i love i love fishing i love sales well, i love bow hunting more than all of it but i love yeah. fishing sales so as i started doing the things this the shows with hobie i started seeing like all right you know this is you know something i can get into i can work these shows this is fun you know selling boats and talking to people um and then i just became the person that didn't say no if someone said i have a show next week and i need someone and i'd i'd be there you know like i know you do you know what i mean you fly from one you know from work work all the way up to classic or icast you're there for three days and you leave you become the I'm person an idiot we all know that, but you become the guy or the girl that, you know, that is there for those companies and yeah. those companies appreciate it. And, you know, after five years, you know, I was able, I, I met Becky, like I said, at an event and I said, this is what I do. Here's my resume. I've been in sales. You know, if you're hiring, let me know. And a year later I got a phone call. So, wow. Yep. Yep. And it's been one of the coolest experiences of my life, man. But, the Iconelli, so, did you have a relationship with any of them before Bat, the Bash you guys or Ike or any of them? No, nope, none of them. No, Damn. no. Funny story is, I actually, I was actually at a, um, was it? It was like a, I think it was an event out in Harrisburg, and I was drinking drinking beers after after a day working the showroom floor, and I was talking to Pete Glusick from the Bass University, and and he didn't remember that he and I talked because we, we both had you know a few too many, but other than that, not really, you know. That I didn't really, you know, no, I've I've been with Hobie for a while, so I obviously, you know, knew those awesome folks over there. When I saw you guys at the Classic and I introduced Stevo to everybody, yeah. I don't remember that either. I don't. <laughs> I remember getting to my hotel and I woke up with Doritos all in my bed, and I was like, Wait you know, that must have been an awesome night. <laughs> original or Cool Ranch? Uh, original, sir. Oh, okay. I like cheesy fingers. I'm not a Cool Ranch guy. That's not my thing. I remember talking. I remember talking to you. I remember talking to Brian. I remember talking to the Huck guys. I remember talking to the Mossy Oak guys, and that was it. Like whatever hotel bar we went to, some second story hotel bar somewhere, and my mind left me. I don't know what happened. I don't know, but that I was glad to see you. I was. I do remember that. Very glad to see you. But yeah, I mean, to answer the question in a short version, I'm sorry, but I got off on a tangent. Um, but it's just to be, I think, the guy, you know, or the girl that people so hustle. Want, you know? Just hustle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And after the first or second event, don't expect something for free, you know? After the 20th or 30th, don't expect something for free. After the 150th, when they call you and say, hey, what do you need? That's when you kind of know you, you got to figure it out. Yeah. You know? I saw. I got you. I heard uh, Gerald Swindle on one of the a different podcasts. Uh, he was talking about during the COVID when uh, you know a lot of people stopped getting checks or stopped getting support just because the companies were in some in some tight spots. And he said, "You know what? I didn't stop working. I worked just as hard. Kept pushing. Kept pushing." And Double down. Uh, you know, I know he's one of the biggest names in the sport. But anybody that does that, that's probably the kind of work work ethic you need to you know to succeed. So, but I, I think those guys are are probably the best examples. You don't necessarily have to win all the time or every event. You don't have to be a Jacob Wheeler. You don't have to be a Jordan Lee. But you have to establish your brand and your personality, and people have to buy into that. Because 
no matter what it is, that's going to associate people following you. You're going to yeah. get those views. You're going to get that, you know, the people that are going to tune in to MLF Live or MLF when it's re-aired on TV because they have, you know, certain personalities that are that are involved with it. And I know Gerald went, you know, went a different direction, but he has a huge following because he's hilarious. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> he's but an it, entertainer. Like, if he didn't, honestly, if he didn't fish another tournament for the rest of his life, I think he could make a damn good living off just the funny shit that he says. Yeah, I think it's like I said earlier, he owns who he is, you know? He's not yeah. afraid to put himself out there. That's who he is. That's who he loves. Mike, the same way, you know? Mike's one of the hardest working people to ever meet. Like, I, I don't, I, I couldn't handle that life. Like, he, he works from sun up till well past sundown. He does it every day. And talk about brands, he established the brand, right? That's who, that's, this is who Mike Iconelli is. He wasn't afraid to be himself. And he talks about after he won the classic, you know, he wasn't that tucked in shirt guy. He wasn't that, he was the loud, loud dude from New Jersey. And you know what? He owns it. Yeah. Love or hate him, he owns it, and you got to respect that, you know? And it's made, it's made, he's one of the legends of the sport because of it, you know what I mean? He, it's. And I think that, uh, that's inspirational, though. Like, I mean, this this page is, uh, it's the cesspool. Like, but, <laughs> but well, I mean, you still say like, that? You still say it? Well, it's, no, yeah. yeah I mean, we that's, own that. That's, thankfully, thankfully, that was a, a tag given to us by one of the kayak gods. But, you know, it's it's something that you can't shy away from. Like you, you need to say the things that want to be said. Like you can't <laughs> you can't always hold your tongue, and you can't just try to act right because you know the principles in the building. Like you gotta you gotta be yourself, and I I respect Ike for that a lot. And you know, you talk about Ish Monroe, like they <laughs> obviously there were some great on the water <laughs> back and forth battles, but but it's hilarious. Like you have to. You have to not be afraid to kind of let it go. I think that's what establishes you as a person that's not just out there in front of the camera. Hey, trust me. We've got some characters in the kayak world, especially on our page. All right. I'm the guy that sees the post and I go like this. I go, no, I'm going to keep going. You know, see that? No, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I ain't throwing my hat into the ring at some of those. But again, it's, you know, it really goes back to owning who you are and all those people you mentioned. They are themselves and anything I think in life, you know. So you got to roll. Yeah. Uh, so Robbie Kidd had another question. How much pushback did you receive from companies trying to promote anglers or telling them, let me find the anglers for you? So do you have a company that comes to you and says, you know, I'll find the angler. I want you to make the connection or how, uh, how does yeah. that Oh, I think I think if the company knows who, who, you know, who they want to work with, they, they go right to that angler, but they'll, you know, Companies come to us, obviously, if we work with them. But, you know, some people, what I do is still kind of new. You know, it's it's new. So the relationship in this industry is a big deal, and, and I, I feel that. You know, I have a ton of great relationships, I feel like, and, you know, I, that's the most important piece of the puzzle. But, you know, I, it's more so, again, like I said, me going to the company and saying I have the right fit for you, or at least I feel I have the right fit for you. And then again, them coming to us and saying, I really like so-and-so, but that doesn't work. So this may work, you know, if the angler likes the product. So, we so don't, if a company comes to you and says, I, I like this angler so-and-so, do you go to that angler then and say, yep. hey, yep. would you be interested in working with 
Yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. So, what do you think of yak addicts? You know, what I mean, oh, you know, what do you think of you know, you have Mustang survival? What do you think? Yeah, stay away from yak addicts, those guys. Yeah. But yeah. I ain't, so, for, I ain't paying for shit, son. Yeah. And then, honestly, at that point, I kind of like, you know, I stay out of it, and they talk, and they build a relationship, and you know, we make things work. I got you. I think Katie commented earlier. Uh, NPS. National Pro Staff. Yeah, that, what that, are your thoughts on that? That that, that ain't that ain't this deal. So, what are your thoughts on That's, that? I'm not really. I'm, I'm honestly not really up on on NPS. So I don't really okay. can't say. Fair enough. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a trash hole that you pay them a hundred bucks and they give you whatever discount they've acquired for for these companies. To be honest with you, not really. I'm not. I'm not sponsored by National Pro Staff. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were, you're no longer hard. But, but I would spend my money on toilet paper first. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I'm not really. I don't know too much about them. But yeah, yeah. It's basically. Uh, it's like Tinder for anglers. I think. I guess not quite an angler broker. Okay. I, I don't that, know anything. Yeah, maybe, like I don't know. <laughs> so Charles, Charles is more like a really fine-tuned matchmaker. He's the guy that you yeah. you you give him twenty-five grand. And he will find the love of your life. Whoa, twenty five like grand. That's say what? That's what he, Charles does. I'll do it. Come on. See, I told you. I knew he would. I'll put my Venmo information up there. We're good. No. <laughs> Can you say so? Similar to that, if people just want to donate, if people just want to donate to the Ike Fed, like myself, that yep. can't fish the Derby. Yeah. Katie, if you can find this link before Chuck does, I'm sure you can. It's the um, Ike ikefoundation.org and then there is a donate button on the top of the page so you yep. can just donate straight away and you're good yep. don't have to worry about yep. anything yep i yep. will i promise right here this is yep. recorded scouts honor. scouts honor i'm gonna send you a nice little donation to buy some kids some fishing pole all right i'm Appreciate down you. i'm in there too charles yeah. you can count on that yeah. uh and i Appreciate actually it. i actually linked the uh event to the cac bass nation fan page and i'll try to slap it on the website too yeah, and uh, as far as the event, it's a hundred dollar for the entry. Um, it was, you know, it was going to go up to one hundred twenty-five, but what's going on now? We we left it at hundred. We had it, you know, set there for the first few months, but we'd really like to get it to to seventy-five people and ma and cap the thing out because, I mean, you know, obviously to help as many kids as possible, but to have what I consider to be one of the biggest events New Jersey's ever seen. I think it'd be super, super cool. You know, we're not really known for bass fishing. We're more known for, you know, fist pumping and, you know, the Jersey bodies. Shore. Yeah. And bodies and the Sopranos. Oh, you know, Sopranos. You know, I hear that all the time, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I know them all. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it'd be, it'd be great. We, it's really cool thing to see a kid. You don't know, who doesn't know fishing to grab a fishing rod for the first time and catch a catch a blue gum. And it's really cool. Really yeah, cool. It's awesome stuff. Speaking of kids fishing, Vegas the yeah. Hammer. Oh my god, dude. He's the real deal. Listen, like, I fished he's a freaking fished, real deal, dude. Like, I fished <laughs> I, I fished a uh, kayak uh, a club event this this past weekend on my my least favorite lake in the whole state and completely blanked. But as I I, I pedal my uh my, my kayak out there, my, my PA three sixty, you know, Hobie. Uh, as I pedal my kayak out there, I got six, seven guys going, Hey man. Vegas show you where to go. Hey, man, Vegas put up a 19-pound bag on that lake the week before. And you got 30-something-year-old 30 grown men going out there, and we caught like nine fish total. And the kid caught four or five fish by himself. He did it on his own. He gets his little torpedo on his on his crawdad. He just goes out there and just sits there with a drop shot. 
and Is I hate him? to say this, it's against everything that I've been raised on. I love the kid's accent. Like, here, yeah, <laughs> here it is. Like, oh, my God, man. Like, that's, I mean, it's hilarious. It's, it is. It's awesome. He's a good kid, and he loves it. He, he absolutely loves it, man. I'm a fan. I hope that he gets into kayak fishing before Ike takes him down the collegiate road to bass fishing. Where is he going to bass fish? Which college do you think he's going to bass fish at? We're accept we're accepting uh we're accepting letters now. So um yeah. all you just out there let us know, hit us up. No, yeah, I, if if he gets you to help if he gets you to help him is that a recruiting violation you're an agent? Do you, do you, do you get a do you get I don't a know. scholarship? Mm. That's weird. No, I I you know I Mike wants him obviously to do whatever I think he wants to do and you know you could probably ask Mike and answer it better but Becky, you know, they both same way but the kid loves it. It's not nothing but passion comes from that kid he just absolutely loves it it's really awesome to see man it's awesome oh but you can you can actually buy limited edition vegas the hammer hats i saw that man. like i can only not go in the shop yep limited edition that's like, seriously that's awesome though because he's creating his own brand and like you have this whole new world of tiktokers and and instagram tweens and they just they eat that shit up like that's you know that's a that's a smart little move right his there. mom still runs his page i i saw that instagram, which is good his mom still which runs explains it. why she hasn't replied to any of my dms of course God, yeah just I'm what she wants to take the kid fishing out here man she wants Come ryan on. lambert sliding into the kid's dms he's nine years old come on ryan he's blocked <laughs> He's blocked after tonight. I've got a ten-year-old daughter, bro. I said, let's oh, put I down see, I see what Ryan's doing. Bucks, Tennessee <laughs> River, biggest smallmouth. Let's go right now. Oh man, he, he I'm putting he's... Kenzo up against Vegas the Hammer. Let's go. Write it down. Come Vegas on. is cool. If you watch some of the the videos on Mike's YouTube, he's like he's bowed up and he's got the right stance and he's fighting and he's he's getting gripping. Dri- he's it's cool, man. It's so cool. So I like it. I like it. I'm down. I don't see any more questions flying in, Ryan. We're about to wrap this thing up here in a few minutes. What, anything else we need to hit on before we let Charles get out of here? You got anything else, Chuck? No, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, and for like the four or five people that watch, thank you very much. Um, but, uh, you know, any questions, shoot me a message. You know, Ike Foundation, come out to New Jersey, have a good time. Uh, and obviously, we'll keep you posted with changes as as they happen but again we we got about 51 signed up so only a few spots left we'd love to love to cap the thing and see as many guys out there as we can so. what's the cap again 125 75 75 reduce covid reduction to 75 what oh. happens if you hit 75 like weeks before the cutoff will you up it Depending on what's going on, it's all about. I mean, it's all about, again. I understand where we're at right now is so different. So it's about safety. As long as it's safe and the ramps are open, you know. I'll give you an example: one of the marinas we have two real marinas on this lake, uh, public. One's run by the state. One's run by the county. And the gotcha. county right now is the biggest ramp, and they're not allowing car top slash kayaks to launch from that marina. So we have to take that one out. That's 50, 50 parking spots. What? Right can you train? What if you trailer in a kayak? No, you, you actually what if you have, have to have a kayak with a torquedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you have to go online to buy your ticket to launch. Um, and they're, they're not God. allowed. You, Are you, you don't freaking vote. kidding me? Welcome. God, leave the communist north. Come here. 
We can, too hot, can man. fish anywhere. I don't like snakes and I don't like the heat, man. I might move farther up north and hide in the woods. New Jersey, does, New, Jer New Jersey doesn't have random dirt roads to the lake, Ryan. How big is New Jersey? Like the size of my county? Like it's not big, right? Hey, man, it's it's a decent not size. Not population state. wise. I'm talking about mileage, son. I'm talking about oh, length or girth. I, could, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you mileage, but I can tell you it's like three and a half hours from the very far north to the very far south. So three well, that's because of traffic. But if, <laughs> yeah. you were just, if there was no traffic on the roads, it's like forty-five minutes. No, no, no. It's like three and a half to four hours with no traffic. With traffic, it's probably like six. But yeah, yeah. Remember, man, we most of our lakes, especially in South Jersey, and Brian the Carpenter, who uh, who might be watching, will tell you. I mean, some of those lakes are five foot deep, six foot deep. At the, that's it. What? Yeah, they're mud holes, man. They're puddles. Why? The pollution or the bodies? <laughs> Sediment. Yeah. All of it. It's messed up, man. It's messed up. No, it's just... That's just New Jersey. So it's New Jersey. It's just New, okay. that's just New Jersey, yeah. And, and you've never thought about leaving for anywhere better? I have. Ever? I have, yeah. Well, your thought, wife is a PA, so yeah. she can get a job anywhere. I've thought about Maine. I like Maine. I like Maine. So you were legit talking about... Running, running for the north. You like me a lot. I'm not talking about it, but if I were to, that's where I would go. Yeah. Is it for the for the hunting or for the fishing, or Both, just the man. lack of population? The lack of population for me, okay. and and the, hun you. the hunting for me. I mean, have you ever been out west? No. If I made a run, it would be west. It would be like Idaho, Montana, Arkansas. Maybe never Arkansas. <laughs> Maybe the Panhandle of Texas. Like not Arkansas. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> I, I love big deer, so Kansas has always been on that. But I have to go out before I can actually, you know, commit. Now, to Kansas is cool, but I mean, the place we go in Idaho, they're 100, 180, 190 inch whitetail, 180, 190 inch mule deer. And elk. I'll send some. All right. Hey, we'll be when, out when my wife divorces. Why are you running the tournament? Yeah, I'll come She's out. Not going to. <laughs> you're so lovable, Chuck. Yeah. Like that's that's why you're successful in this industry is because people can't say no to you. I appreciate that. I, you know, man, I just love fishing uh, and I love talking to people. And and uh, honestly, if uh, if I could be a part of this industry for you know. Uh, Whatever, another month, another year, and the rest of my life, I'd love it. So, I love, I love the people, man. A lot of cool people. So, I love the people too, except Gene Bohannon because he just said, "Ryan, you're a Cali type. You can kiss my whole ass. I will never." He makes you in my he, life move to California. It's very, it's very hey. sweet, Gene. It's a very sweet sentiment. Yeah. He, he makes you up a shame, Ryan. <laughs> no, it, me and Gene, we've taken shot after shot after shot at the sliding ride. On Kentucky Lake, this is not a, a random chance occurrence. I will never live in California. I promise you, that is not that's not for me. I like guns too much. He's like, well, I really now. appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. You know, any, you know, anyone has any other questions or anything, just just hit me up and hope to see you guys out there. Yeah, man. Yeah. What a, what an You'll awesome show. You'll see my donation in the pot, son. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. yeah. What's that? You'll see my donation in the pot. I'll I throw that appreciate. In. It. We really do. Yeah. I say Thanks, we Scott. We had John to talk about the tournament. We ended up getting on to a bunch of other subjects and, then, you know, a lot of great information shared. So, man, we sure appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for your time. Yeah, yeah. and everybody watching, get back in the comments. If you're just getting on here, you can uh, find all those links Katie shared and also on the CAG Bass Nation uh, Facebook page, you can get links to the Ike Foundation. And if you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate you. Hook us up, give us a review. Uh, but once again, uh, Charles, thank you. 
Ryan, anything else? I'm good, man. All right, brother. We're out of here. We'll have somebody else for y'all next week. Thanks, man. Thanks, Liam. Peace, guys. Take care.